All right, at Six Pack Cinema, we're back after the Christmas break. This week, we've looked at all the money in the world, and we agreed on most of the things. So, take it away. Dude, you should review movies. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. Uh, movie review. Welcome to 2018. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Welcome back to the country. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You guys have good holidays, good New Year's. Do they even celebrate New Year's in Israel? They do. I was in America for it, though. Do they celebrate holidays over there, or are they still too busy? So you can't be sure? No, no, I can't be sure, I guess. Uh, I, although I'm friends with people who are still there, and I saw the Snapchat filters, so I'm pretty sure. Okay. Hmm. New Year's is good for me. I'm still kind of sick, but Oof. everyone gets sick in my house. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you guys do on New Year's? Do anything fun? Nah, just went to a house party with some friends. Yeah, small house, small house party, and I was so happy when that was the plan. And my friends weren't, you know, let's go to the city, let's go to this bar, because I can't do those anymore. It's not worth it at all. I was so happy when they said house party. I was like, yes, yes, that's it, final. We're going, we're doing that. Nice. Yeah. That's that's always the dream. I, I hate when I get dragged out by my friends to like the bar or a club or something for New Year's because it never lives up to what people want it to be. So I'd rather just hang out with some friends at a house. And, just... and it's so expensive. Oh, yeah. In the city, it's like a minimum $100. Yep. Yeah. I gave up that shit a while ago. Did you guys see this movie? Like I saw this movie different because I was with my family. So I saw it with there's maybe 10 of us in the movie theater. So I had a lot of different opinions uh, bounce back at me afterwards. Oh, yeah? Than usual. Usually I go alone. No, I didn't see this movie with anyone, but I saw it. It was a packed theater, maybe the most full out of any of the movies we reviewed. Really? And I was the youngest person in the theater by at least 40 years. Don't you think that's a product of the holiday season more than the movie itself? Yeah, probably. no, I, I think it's probably a combination of the two because I think the movie does skew towards an older audience, but also holiday weekend... It's going to be everyone out. Yeah. Yep. Sheehan, what about you? What was your uh, movie-going experience? Uh, it was the normal. I usually go by myself. I go to a movie, a movie theater in the middle of, uh, middle of nowhere, Connecticut, and I have an entire road to myself, and uh, old people are with me. It's all. Always the same. <laughs> I go to the, the early bird matinee, you know, save a couple bucks. Nice. Yeah. All right. It was a nice. It was a nice experience. All right. With that, let's hop into our snap impressions, though. Uh, Sheehan, what do you got? Do you like the movie or? I did. I I liked it, not as much as I thought I was going to. Didn't live up to its hype. The only thing I can say it was great was the director. Fantastic job, despite all the hurdles he had to go over. Two major ones we'll talk about later. Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Uh, pretty similar. Uh, to sum it up, I would say this movie is good, not great. I wanted to be gripped. It's like a heist kind of kidnapping story. You think it's going to really grip you, and it, it never really did. But there's good parts and bad parts. It, it, I wanted it to be really, really good. It wasn't really, really good, it was, but it was good. I mean, it was, it was just a good movie, I think. Not great. Well, I'm on the exact same page as you guys. I went into it really wanting to love this movie, and I left it being like, that, that was all right. I didn't regret spending the two hours there, and I enjoyed it. I was thrown off and surprised by how much, what's his name, uh, Christopher Plummer. Plummer is in it, though. Yeah, yeah, for real. So we, Crazy. We can talk about that now. 
He filmed it in 11 days. It's just a bit part like he came in and did it. He was in almost every scene. Yeah. Not every scene, but he was in a lot of the movie. Like, a lot more legitimately than Legitimately half the movie. Yeah. Like, no exaggeration. But- it was weird watching it, knowing that, because every time he was on screen, it was like, is this going to be just solos? Is he ever going to share the camera with the other actors? Because I th- And the very first time, it's just solos. The other actress walks into the room and, like, asks his like secretary asks him a question and he's looking at the ticker tape mm-hmm. and doesn't respond. And it, they are never share the screen together. So I was like, okay, we're going to have a lot of that. But then it wasn't, it was normal. Like, yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed with what they're able to do in 11 days to reshoot all those scenes. Yeah. And like I told you, like, like I told you before, like before there's only one scene where it was evident. And that was the, uh, the CGI green screen because of the, uh, the desert. Yes, and I, mean, I you had mentioned that before I saw the movie, and I noticed it, but I wouldn't have if you didn't call it out. Really? Yeah, I, I, mean, didn't, I, I didn't notice that. Totally understandable. I don't, I don't fault him at all for that because it'd be a ton of money to go to a desert for one scene. So yeah, I think he did it. He did an excellent job. I think it's impressive, even more impressive than people realize, because not only did. Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Williams have to come back and redo their scenes and stuff with a new actor. But the set and the lighting had to be exactly the same as like some other, you know, they had to go match it. And there should be someone doing continuity on sets that writes down what the final settings were. So it's not that hard, but still like, it's a crazy thing that they did. Yep. Yeah. But not as crazy as Kevin Spacey being a pedophile rapist. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, it was crazy. it was crazy what they did, but definitely the right move what they did. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. they 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 pulled it off because it, it it's uh, plumber in no way, shape, or form did he contribute to a bad movie. I think he was one of the better parts. Oh yeah, he it, was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, and I I, th- I think you know how I said it was still a good movie, but I was not truly excited about it afterwards. I think that was because I kept forgetting that it was a Mark Wahlberg movie, and Jesus Christ, he sucks. Mark Wahlberg chooses good movies. I think we've talked about this before. But has he ever lost himself in a role? No. This was, and you said on our Instagram, Mark Wahlberg played Mark Wahlberg in 70s clothing. I, one of my main takeaways was, I don't think he was dressed in 70s clothing. <laughs> no, he was just dressed normally. He looked like a time traveler. I didn't, And then he wasn't <laughs> acting. His character had nothing to him. He wasn't, I don't know how much that plays into Mark had to reshoot all his lines and maybe fell out of the character or whatever. No There's movies like no. the fighter where Mark Wahlberg plays that just the normal guy, but it works really well with the movie. Mark, what Mark Wahlberg contributed to this movie was one of the worst parts of it. Yep. Yes. He can play a local shithead with not a lot of potential. He can crush <laughs> that role, but give him any kind of importance. I mean that, the way the, the, the there's one scene that, that that took it away from me that I noticed that how badly he was how how badly he acted that big importance coming together him and Plummer and he quit and he was like without me you got nothing and it was like it was the same old thing without me you got nothing without my protection you're gonna get killed I could kill you it was the same fucking monologue you, you can place that in Transformers you could place that in Ted you could place that in the Departed Italian it's job every Italian, he it's the same exact monologue in every fucking movie with a slightly different twist. It's just Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's. I imagine that's just what Mark Wahlberg yells at people when he's angry. Say hi to your mother for me. And then you had Plummer, who was maybe just playing himself as well. I don't really know 
much about Plummer. No. But it, it fit really well. And then you had Michelle Williams putting on, like, a tour de force. And <laughs> I don't know if it was necessarily the best, but she was definitely doing something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She I, was I trying. I really liked her. I, I, yeah, I, get, I give her points for trying. I think she was – I think her, it was strong. I, I liked her in this better than I liked her in uh, in uh, Manchester by the Sea, which is strong words. I understand that. Is she the best actor to come out of Dawson's Creek? Maybe. I've, I've never seen Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's been in Dawson's Creek. Well, Joshua Jackson – from Mighty Ducks, Charlie Conway, he's up Ooh. there. Ah, well. Yeah, Mighty Ducks wins. I don't care Mighty who Ducks the other people carries, are. It carries Mighty a lot Ducks. of weight. Quack. James Quack. Vanderbeek, Quack. Varsity Quack. Blues. Oh, okay. No, no. James Vanderbeek wins. James Vanderbeek wins. I don't wins. want your life. <laughs> Playing football at West Canaan High School might have been the time of your life. <laughs> I love Varsity Blues. <laughs> All right, anyway, back All to the right. movie. Well, that, let's hop into what we liked and what we didn't like about this. What did you guys like, Jimmy? I liked that they made us sympathize with a kidnapper. Chunquito, is yeah. that his name? Yes. One of the nicer kidnappers in cinema history, probably. Yeah. Just a lot of heart. Sure, he kidnapped him and was going to sell him off for money, but he never wanted to hurt him. He just wanted to hurt his family and make them pay for him. And then, because that didn't work out, he had to sell the kid to the mafia, and then they were going to hurt him. And he felt really bad about it. And, you know, the audience really got to sympathize with a child kidnapper, which you don't normally get to experience nope. in cinema. Nope. So I was happy they gave me that experience. Like, that child kidnapper? I'm rooting for him. Yeah. yeah. I he, think it, I think it was a, a nice little moment when he comes in rushing through the doors, like, here, drink this. Drink all of this. It, it won't be so bad. Like, his first instinct is, like, get shit-faced now because you're going to lose a body part, buddy. Yeah. Like or also was... when um he went to go take a piss and saw the fire starting and the kid escape, and then he waits, like, a full, like, 45 seconds for the fire to grow. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, guys, there's a fire. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty cool. I also liked the ear cutting off another good takeaway it was the nicest i've ever seen someone cut someone else's ear off he left everything but like just the outer rim he could have really gouged out yeah. that shit you know it's, it was very clean he shaved the hair you know usually well, he, in your ear cutting off scenes it's yeah. just a knife and just reckless this was really well done well they did well, say they were a getting doctor. a very good doctor yeah, because the mafia, the, they're not stupid. They know infections happen, and if he gets infected and dies, and they lose all their money. They're thinkers, those people. That's smart. Veteran move. I just thought this guy was dedicated to his craft. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to disagree with one thing you said, Jimmy, that you were never, like, never held in suspense throughout yeah. the whole entire thing. I, I admit, I, I was hooked, because uh, I, did, I didn't, know the, didn't know the real story. I avoided it. I, usually, I'll... I'll look up the real story beforehand and find out like what happened, but I'm just I'm just stopped doing that for for the sake. And when they found the body in the river, dumped after the gunshot, and they thought I was the boy, I was like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna turn into Mark Wahlberg being crucified," and I'm loving it. I was kind of like on the edge, <laughs> like, "Here we go, Mark Wahlberg's getting fucked over because he was a lazy uh, detective." And then it didn't happen. But <laughs> wait, I didn't I didn't know the true story. You didn't know that. It wasn't him that got shot. Like you thought, you fell for that cut. And like that was thing. like a well, classic film, I, like bait and switch. Like yeah, I knew no the, shit. The I, story, I understand I, that, but like I thought that like he would appear at the end without them knowing it, and they, the, the body was so, too deformed, and they just assumed it was it was the boy, and then okay. he would come up. It would come up later on. I, I didn't think for a second he was dead, but I thought that they thought he was going to be dead. Okay. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. All right. 
Well, I know, I know, I fucked up. Uh, you know, Midnight Owning, Owning Express, and I, I know I, I've lost some of your trust, but <laughs> I want to build that back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I, I would, would, it being a true story hinders it. And at the end, they wrote, this is based on true events, but we switched some of it for effect, mm-hmm. which usually movies won't even admit. So I feel like they yeah. had to switch a lot of things. Probably, like, they, they did cut his ear off in real life, but maybe he didn't escape. Maybe some other stuff. I don't know, but take another child kidnapped movie, Man on Fire. That will grip you. And yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you're on the edge of your seat wondering what's going on. Now, it doesn't have the hindrance of having to tell a real story, which this movie did. So it's easier for Man on Fire. But, yeah, it's never like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. I think what at, you said at, at the end when they had that little note says things were changed. And the important part was some characters were fictionalized. I think Chinkero or whatever his name was was made up for this. No, I I would bet anything that it was Mark Wahlberg's character because he was the the only guy carrying the Paul Getty Sr. to the mother to the police. He was the only one in the trifecta, and you needed that to make this movie go. Yeah, they did that. They did that with Patriots Day. Uh, Wahlberg was a fake person. Yeah, so I feel like that was just Wahlberg doing Wahlberg things. I, I do give them credit, though, for giving that little note at the end, because like you said, Jimmy, a lot of movies that are based on actual events don't even do that. They just say, yeah, this is what happened. So if they're going to change mm-hmm. it, at least like they called it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Respectable. I mean, we, we all know it's not really true. Yeah. The gist of it, basically. But this did you guys look into his happen. life afterwards? Nah. No. He got kidnapped at 16 or 17. He was married with a kid by 18. By 19, he drank too many drugs, had a seizure, lost his half of his vision, his ability to walk, and his ability to talk, lived 20 years like that, then died. Wow. Fucking terrible life. But his brother invented what? Getty Images. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I knew that. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Well, I mean... I can't blame the kid for going to like drugs and drinking after this. I probably. I mean, would've. this has got that's got PTSD written all over it. Yeah, yeah and they showed his family had like a history of like addiction problems. So. Yep, that's yeah. true. It was just well, like a little domino way to be pushed. Yeah, I did like it was just a, a fun fact. I noticed looking at the credits that the kid was played by the grandson of um, Christopher Plummer. I was trying to figure that out because I kept seeing two plumbers in the credits, but I never looked it up. That's who it was? Yes. Hmm. So when Kevin Spacey couldn't to take this movie, that kid actor was like, hey, my grandpa can probably do it. Well, appa- yeah. apparently what I had read, I have no idea if it's true, but was that um, Christopher Plummer was the original first choice and just couldn't for some other reason, like scheduling or something. So they went with okay. Kevin Spacey. Then... Let's let's talk about what it what this would have been with with Spacey in the role. I think he would have been much more demonized and much more of a villain than he was. Kind of just an old greedy man, slo- lonely curmudgeon man who. Yeah, I think he came off as more lonely and a sad sack. And I think if Spacey played him, he would have come off more as a villain, like nasty streak yeah he I for sure was he was he was more of a someone who was incapable of being a family man just like unaware of how to live outside of being a, 
a hardcore thrifty businessman. Whereas you're right, Spacey would have been a vindictive, selfish, strategic asshole. Mm-hmm. Also, do you think... I would love to see that, that footage, by the way. How much would you pay? You can see the first trailer that has scenes with Spacey in it. But they're, they're not of him talking. No, they're not of him talking. But seeing him in that makeup and then seeing Plummer in the actual movie, I'm so glad they replaced him. That makeup would have looked horrendous, I feel like. It, it does okay, not look it good in the trailer. Bad. How long do you? I think the. I, you think the foot, the spacey footage gets released ten years from now? Um, maybe. I think maybe on the DVD maybe. later this year. It'll be yeah. the, the the bonus features. Yeah. No one will care. I think. We'll just be like, oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I think we'll we'll see it eventually. Weird. And but if actually, I no, had to bet, get paid if it was on the DVD. If I had to bet, it would be on the DVD. But eventually, I think if it's not on the DVD, we'll still see it. No, they're gonna have to pay him if it's on the if it's on the DVD. So. No, I'm, no sh- I'm shocked it hasn't been leaked by someone within the studio already. Yeah. Oh, wow. This this makeup's terrible. Oh, are you looking at yeah, it now? Spacey, Spacey looked weird. Goodness. He looks awful. Yeah, yeah. good job with uh, Plummer. What didn't you guys like besides Mark Wahlberg? Not yeah, I think we can all agree Wahlberg was pretty weak. It was a um, little long, two and a half hours. It never felt truly slow for me, but I think half my family members fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> Those, Ooh, disappointing. those reclining seats would put anyone to sleep. I sat up because you, you lay down in uh, like there was a lot of silent. Whatever. It was a little slow. I don't know if it needed to be two hours and 30 minutes long. I don't know what you cut out because there was a lot of different angles and shit that happened. Yeah, I, I, I agree that it was slow. I just I didn't think anything needed to be cut out, though. It just a mo- it was a movie that needed to be at the pace it was, I felt like. Yeah, I. Yeah, I can understand some people saying it's slow, but I don't know what you cut out. I think it was told, the story was told pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the oh, writing I felt, was good. I felt so bad for Michelle Williams' character, or kind of like, feel bad is the wrong feeling. When she brought that thing that she thought was worth $1.2 to the gift shop and they were all there, what a terrible, embarrassing feeling that had to be. That's a crushed, crushing feeling. Even, like, I felt that. I was mm-hmm. like... Oh shit! Like that's that's the because not thing. only it, it and the feeling is you're more upset that you're a fucking idiot than you are that this isn't worth one point two million dollars. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, Getty's not going to give his nine year old grandson at the time a one point four million dollar toy. He's too way too thrifty and cheap for that. Yeah. Oh. So looking back, hindsight, yeah, it's, it it's makes like, sense yeah, that it's a toy. I agree, it makes sense that it's a toy, but like they're first meeting him, so they feel like, oh, he's trying to like make family bonds and everything. Agreed, agreed. So I could, I could so, see like, how just, they would think that he actually did give this priceless like heirloom to him. I think Originally. you can do away with the earlier scenes because I think they misdid the dad and the opening scenes when they're in America. It seemed. Did I miss clues that he wasn't actually a good father? Like, I just thought he was a good father with a struggling job situation. But then all of a sudden, sorry, I know what I didn't like. And my (laughs) girlfriend pointed this out after we watched this movie. They open up with narration that completely goes by the wayside. He's like, to understand this story, you need to understand my family. We're not bad people, but we do bad things. And it has nothing to do with the message the rest of the movie. And they don't end with narration which you can't do i forgot about this it really irked me when my girlfriend pointed yeah, it out yeah no no that you're right no I, yeah I, I, I didn't even think of this it's a good excellent point 
Why did they open up with that narration? It didn't like to understand my family. You have to understand we're not bad people. That had nothing to do with the story at all. If you're right, if it came back at the very end, it would have made a big difference. But yeah, no, it's left left hanging. Yeah, so that was actually a huge. Once I I didn't pick up on it. Once I once my girlfriend pointed it out, and I was like, yeah, that that really doesn't make sense because the message he was even narrating it wasn't about this bad family that that isn't that bad. It's just it's like no, it's a rich asshole and some people kidnapped you. There's nothing deeper. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, gold star for your girlfriend for the day. Yeah, that's uh, that's that might impact my uh, my reviews now or my scores. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's not even like a little nitpicky thing. That's actually no, that's a major thing. Yeah, I do have a nitpicky thing that's more like in the realm of Sheehan's detail corners, but I only know. Can I, wait, wait, can I can I get before I go too far? I want to just answer Jimmy's thing about the the alcoholic dad. Oh yes, yeah. sorry, I forgot I th- about that. Um, the what I assumed happened is they were broke as shit in America, and he stole the bottles everywhere, and he was hung over, and give a give a, someone with an addiction a ton of money. And then addiction's gonna blow the fuck up, always. So yeah, I, and I like the first, the first scene with the dad like stumbling into breakfast, she even says to him like, "I forget what she says, but yeah, she's like, hair of the dog, I'll help." And he just opens a bottle of wine right. at like nine in the morning. You're right. Yep. You're right. You're right. So I mean, I, I did it think was, it kind of jumped quickly to like it did. It where did. the oh, yeah, family that moved, and then all of a sudden, and my dad was addicted to. It was still narrating at that time. My dad was addicted <laughs> to drugs, so yeah. he. So yeah, though, so the the sudden inflation of money, um, infusion of money, and there was like a the, like a ten year, six year age like gap there. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. spent it all on. They, they laid the tracks down, but it, it went a little fast for sure. Yeah, it may. Yeah, now that you say it, but I still think they hand, that was handled not that well. The dad. Yeah, agree. Agree. So my little nitpick though, and it's it's more like just finer details because they said they made the old deal with the Bedouin people. And then it showed those people's camels, and they're all one hump camels, and the Bedouins have two hump camels. <laughs> that was my one little detail I oh. noticed, and I only know that because I nice. well just learned that in Israel. <laughs> so it was like Wait, where fresh. Were where were you? Huh? Yeah, fuck you. Where, where were you? Fuck <laughs> you. But yeah, that was like, I don't know. It caught me by surprise. I was like, oh shit, I actually know a fun fact. So that's that's my detail for fact. this movie. My my little detail that I found. Um, insanely upsetting was the fact that uh mark Wahlberg was a time traveler that too um but michelle williams caved to the newspapers she's like fine i don't want your fifty thousand dollars i just want a thousand newspapers delivered to to getty like one will do one no i think one wouldn't have done like you needed the bulk of them he gets the paper he gets the paper maybe okay fine a hundred. Well, I'll give him a hundred. I was mad. A thousand. Hang on, I was mad. Take the fucking money. Take the fucking money and say, hey, give, send this to him. Like, she, she's in total control. She's a terrible negotiator. Well, yes, yeah, she is. But I was mad that she settled on, like, 1,000 newspapers. I wanted her to be like, I want $50,000 worth of your newspapers sent to him. Like, go overkill yeah, with and then, it. And then when... Then when you saw a thousand newspapers, it was nothing. It was like this is very underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> how little uh, papers that was. That was a, like a, barely a nuisance for them. I was like that. That'll fit in a regular hatchback car. <laughs> Wahlberg goes. Now you're thinking like a Getty. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you, Walt Wahlberg. You can't just drop corny one-liners and then walk. I out guarantee straight. that was him. That was all him too. Oh yeah. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna improv this one. Watch out, guys. Here we go. <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of Mark Wahlberg movies I really like. 
I just don't think he's ever been the star. The be- like, you're right. Whatever. I won't go into it. I like when he, I like when he plays like the average the guy in Boston. Yeah. No, like I said, he was a degenerate shithead. He, he nails that role. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who's uh from nothing. Stick to what stick to what's good. He's a t- he's typecast in real life. You just stick to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you guys like? Didn't like? Um, think think I got it all. All right. No, I think that. Should we hop into the writers' room? I know it's hard with a true story, but what would you guys change to uh to make the movie better? I would have I would have made Paul Getty a little bit more senile. To be honest, he seemed too too aware of everything to be that negligent to his grandson. You know. I agree if this was, like, a completely made-up story, but I think Paul Getty was, like, that kind of an asshole in real life. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, like, so is Scrooge. Yeah. Good old Ebenezer Scrooge. He, But he was a curmudgeon. For changing stuff, even though it's a true story, and they could have done this anyway because they fictionalized a lot of things, I would have changed the whole drop-off scene. The way they did it with him running around and then Mm. the bad guys running around there was just no real drama for it. it maybe like he should have got in their hands mark Wahlberg has to do something tricky instead yeah. of just they run around for 10 minutes and then mark Wahlberg's like hey it's me come here and he's like okay. and then giuseppe yeah. hits a guy in the back of the head yeah i i didn't understand why he even ran we, like i understood he wanted to be safe but mark Wahlberg and his mom made it to that spot before the mobsters would have well, yeah, he was he ran dumb. the wrong way. Yeah, they like they showed up to that spot before the mobsters realized all the cops were in the air in, in the area. But to be too yeah. fair, he, he uh, probably had no idea what was going on. Well, yeah, prisoner for what like a year, but still, sixteen-year-old kid, four months in real life. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was yeah. much well, longer still, than that in the movie. To to that point, um, the what killed me was like go, drive uh, however many kilometers at eighty miles an hour or whatever. And then there will be a rock that hits your windshield. Yeah. That- How nerve wracking would it be if the guy's shooting that rock? <laughs> if you miss it, you're fucked. <laughs> Every, this whole plan is shot if you miss that car. Yeah. What a bizarre way to signal. Yeah. yeah. Just have someone step out onto the street and flag them down. Yeah. Like throw a cone in the street. What do you, why you got to sling a rock at the windshield? It makes no sense. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of risk no. involved there. <laughs> Huge risk. I, I want to see the alternate cut Didn't where like they that. just miss the window and they just keep driving. Never like, okay, pick up be... And now we're watching Peter Pan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many times do you think they, t- they had to do that at take? Probably, they probably 100? just shot him and then shot the car and threw one right at it. Yeah. All right, fine. If you're going to do cinematography, I'll make sure. Okay. Yeah, I doubt they actually had someone the back in the woods Take the magic out. He's <laughs> <laughs> got... They just got a bunch of different windshields ready to go. Just like, I want the right crack. <laughs> that, right. that probably happened. Probably did yeah, a couple maybe. cracks. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just shattered it the first time. Wasn't good enough. <laughs> okay. Want to go move on to uh, ratings? Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Let's hop into ratings oh, and yeah. reviews. Uh, let's do critics first. What do you got, Sheehan? I got 75. 75? This is, this is a solid C. It was average. Is that what I, you... I... Sorry. Is that what I wrote down? Yeah. You're goddamn right it is. So so the narration didn't lower your rating at all? Um, No, because it's – I felt I, I felt that I already had it low, lower than what I wanted to, just because it, it, a lot of things irked me about it. Narrating is a misstep, sure. But, I mean, it's it was a lot of good things. There's a lot of good things. All right, so you're staying with the 75? I'm, stay, I'm sticking with it because I, I love Plumbers. I love Williams. They, they, they're – 
Performances were great. Wahlberg dipped it down to solid 10 points for sure. Ridley Scott did a great job of directing this mis- complete disaster. So all things factored together, I think it was salvaged. So I give it a C. It's still one of our lowest ratings. Yeah. All right. So here's mine. 71. Oh, wow. So not too far. No, not that yeah. different. I thought your I thought yours might get dropped from 75 to 71 would be even since I pointed out the narration thing. Narration thing's really bad. It's just not like I, if this won best picture, I'd be pretty upset with Shocked. the academy. If there's no chance. And if anyone asked me like how good was all the money in the world, do I have to go see it in theaters? I'd be like, "Nah. No. Nah. You can wait and watch it on your couch." For sure. Yeah. So I'm going to lower mine, but I originally had, you can't see it, but 81. No. But I'm going to lower it to 77 because that narration thing really does bother me, and I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head now. So thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, 81 was high for the narration problem. So 77, 75, 71 equals 74. Take that. Sounds right. Good enough. All right, let's hop into our popcorn. I'm going to go first this time, and I'm only going to give it three popcorns. It was all right. Bam, 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 bam. Three stars or popcorns, <laughs> whatever they are. All right. Popcorns. Do it right for the brand, Jimmy. Drawing popcorns would have been hard. Yeah. You, you got to work on that for next week, Jimmy. All right. You got to practice. Shane, what did you do? I had four. I, I liked it. I, I was entertained throughout it. I, I had a little bit of suspense. I uh, It was nice. I liked it. Whatever, I don't want to explain myself. All right, so but that equals the official review is three popcorns. Three. Yep. Sweet. Tied with Murder on the Orient Express, which definitely deserves. Three and a half. Three and a half murder. Oh, murder should have been four. All right. Well, let's hop into our pairings then. Sheehan, what are you uh, drinking with this if you watch it again? Sour milk. Just sour milk? That's just what I felt like when watching this curmudgeon old man be a stingy little bitch that doesn't want to go out and buy some more milk. He'd rather begrudgingly drink the rest of it because you don't want to waste any. Okay. I didn't think about it too long, so leave me alone. Uh, Jimmy, what about you? Some nice Italian wine. Oh, fuck. That was mine. Um, Gotcha. I'll (laughs) flip it up, and I'll go with a scotch. You know, something nice. My scotch. Because I feel like that's something Getty would drink. A nice, expensive scotch. He would have, it would no, be a single malt and it would be neat. I don't think Getty would drink alcohol at all. He well, never wants to not feel in control. Fuck you. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you took Dave. my answer, so I had to pull an audible. <laughs> what do they all drink right. in Israel, Dave? Beer. Beer. <laughs> all, all the beer. Beer, bruh. <laughs> Come on, bruh. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up our review of All the Money in the World. Let's hop into our weekly recommendations. What are we watching? What did we uh, see over the holiday break? Sheehan, what are you recommending for us this week? Uh, I finally finished up uh, Manhunt, the Unabomber. Oh, how is it? Last time we talked, you I revealed that I was an enthusiast of the serial killers. It was it was a hell of a watch. I know, Jimmy, you, you said you were um, hesitant to watch it because it was a very cable TV-ish. Yeah. And uh, I agree, it definitely was. But at the same time, I was like, this is kind of refreshing. Because uh, you got the little breaks, it was segmented, there was no commercials, so that was still keeping it cool. But um, Netflix and Amazon series, they, they, they get very heavy and, and, and into it. And this one you get every, like, 15 minutes, you get a little, like, segmented breather. I liked it. It was a little refresher. All right. So, um, but... <clears throat> 
But but to be I'm not done, not done yet. <laughs> not done. The Paul 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 Bettany, fan fucking tastic as as Ted Gazinski. It's like this was a um a showcase of acting for yeah. him. Really, really good stuff. So uh, I haven't. Uh, Sorry, gone. I have I haven't looked into the uh, TV series uh for the Globes for Best Actor, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was something in there about him. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a watch. It just popped up today, actually, on my recommended for you on Netflix. So, oh well, yeah, he's not nominated, so take that back. But he should have been. <laughs> Damn. I also have another recommendation. Sorry. Um, don't don't buy a fucking house. Yeah. What yeah. now? What's the yeah, latest? Couldn't if I wanted to. What's the latest? Uh, yeah, no, she don't buy. Trouble. Do not buy a house. Do not buy a house unless you can afford a move-in ready house with no fixer-upper shit at all. Because you will blow your fucking brains out, and you will spend a billion dollars just fixing it. Okay, that's all right. Cool. If you can't afford a brand new house, you're you're too poor to buy a house. Well, my recommendation is Peaky Blinders because I just finished season four, and I absolutely love that show. I think it's on my top of all shows that are currently airing list. Cool. Okay. I still haven't. I still haven't got uh, got around to seeing the Me first neither. season. Well, you uh, won't like it because you refuse to use subtitles. And if if you watch Peaky Blinders without subtitles on, you do not watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> I've heard that. So I'll enjoy <laughs> I, Peaky Blinders I, I, when I watch you it. You will miss half the show. Just join us. I'm very excited to like watch it, but like I'm adamant against using subtitles. You'll miss half the show. You'll be like, "What? What's happening? What that guy just mumble?" That's exciting. I don't believe you. No, I've heard I, that from I other swear, people. Online. I swear on my Nana's life, and she's already dead. So I swear on her. I swear on her memory. All right, that's solid. She used to wear TV ears, and she still wouldn't know what was going on. Peaky Blinders without subtitles. <laughs> TV. Ears. What are TV ears? <laughs> There's like little cones, right? Like oh, Mickey Mouse like ears. She had headphones that. She had headphones that were wireless to the TV. Oh, oh wow! High tech Grammy. So, I want those actually. Yeah. <laughs> so she could hear. This was back in 2004. It was wild. Wow. She was a head recurve. Yeah. Well, she was good for her. She was going deaf. <laughs> well, that will happen. <laughs> All right. I I cool. got uh, two this week. My first one is going to be Bright. It's that Netflix movie with uh, Will Smith that he's like, he and an orc are like buddy cops. It's not that great, but it's it's much better than all the reviews are making it out to be. It, it's a good, like, you Isn't turn it on. Isn't getting trashed by everyone? Just by critics. It, the audience yeah, score I, is actually amazing for it. And my, my yeah, recommendation with that is it's a good movie to, like, turn on and, like, play on your iPad or, like, play on your computer. It was a great movie for the holidays when people were sitting around and not really paying attention. So anyone who's still hanging out with family, okay. you can throw that on and it's, it's enjoyable. It's much better than the critics are making out for, but it's not, like, a great movie by any means. And then I'm going to go and with – You can C- watch Daddy Daycare, too. Hey, that's a fantastic movie. <laughs> but no, uh, my second one is going to be Black, uh, the latest season of Black Mirror. I'm almost done with it. I haven't it. started I've, it yet. So I've one ep- I'm not going to spoil anything, but I just have one episode okay. left, and it's, it's been great. Although not as bleak oh. as earlier seasons. I got to watch that, like, and I, I, I've been so good at staying away from spoilers. So Yeah, you don't even see like the nice. crossover with the X-Files coming. Shut up. <laughs> oh. Wow. Liar. <laughs> Blade Runner sucked. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, it did. 249 was good, though. All right. All right. Well, that next wraps week. up this week's episode of Six Pack Cinema. Tune in next week. We will be checking out The Shape of Water. So go find that in your local theater. Bye, y'all. <laughs>